Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Whiskey and Memes live on a Wednesday. Uh, a Wednesday, an overcast, grey Wednesday. The sun is attempting uh, to infiltrate the window of the spare room. It's having a go. You know, it's doing what it can under the circumstances, and aren't we all? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, hello. Um, I have a beer today. Oh, Budweiser, which is fine. Um, don't at me. I'm not looking for beer recommendations from anybody. I have done significant research into the area, and I, I over many, many years... And I have come to terms um, with what I've found. You know, I don't want to go any further with my research. I think that I've t- tried enough different varieties of beer uh, to know which are worth avoiding and which are good times, uh, which are better for uh, certain occasions. Like, for example, if you want to have a fight with someone, it's worth, um, it's worth going for an export strength. You know, Estella obviously is the, you know, the sort of the quintessential fighting lager. Um, but if you do not, if, if you do not want to uh, fight anyone, um, be they, you know, man, woman, child, a beast, or um, a lover from a past life, you know, you can go for something a little bit little bit weaker you know you could go all the way down you could go down to a bud light if you wanted to you know 3.5 percent of pure dreams pure delicious low calorie dreams you know you, no one's fighting anyone after bud lights you know maybe at best you might fight a partition wall you know you might wrestle with some of your own demons possibly um as to why you're drinking bud light in a weather spoons at nine o'clock in the morning but Jesus Christ, I would rather be drinking Weatherspoons rather than drinking 3.5% lager beer and a Weatherspoons at 9 o'clock in the morning than not actually being able to drink in any pubs at all. <sighs> you know, t- a tough break, guys. A tough goddamn break. Um, anybody, is, is, is anybody listening um, at all? I have not checked up anywhere. Is it even working? Who even knows? Um, Miley Cyrus has sent a message through saying, hey, big boy ranking, with a G at the end, which makes me suspect it's probably Mitten, and says, I've missed you. Uh, Let's go on down to the old town road. Well, guys, well, well, Miley, um, sure, you know, if, let's, okay, let's, let's just run with this for a little bit, shall we? It's the actual Miley Cyrus She's a fan of the show. She's a fan of the station. She's a fan of drum and bass. She's she liked my early uh, bro step work. You know, she did. She hung around with Borgor for a bit. Did they do a record together or something. You know, it's not out of the realms of possibility that she fell in love um, with my early tenties bro step sound. Now you know she's a little more mature, I guess, and has potentially grown out of bro step as as so many of us have. You know, and so, you know, she's a bit more cynical of the world. She spent a lot of time in the music industry. Perhaps doesn't get the booking she feels she deserves. Hey, I know how you feel, sister. I know how you feel. Um, And, (laughs) 
you know, so she's turning to other forms of, uh, of entertainment, listening to people that share her sentiment, her distaste for the, you know, the music industrial complex of, of, of all its different, you know, splinter complexes. And naturally, all roads lead to Threshold.fm, you know, and particularly to both whiskey and or coffee and memes. So Miley is a fan of the show. As we've now established, Miley listens uh, probably in some sort of Hollywood mansion. Maybe her and Billy uh, listen at the uh, listen at the same time. He likes it; it quells uh, the feelings of his achy, breaky heart, um, which he's tried many different things uh, to quell statins mainly. But he's found that my dulcet tones, the dulcet tones of the feathery king, are really the only way uh, to stop uh, his achy, breaky heart from you know, just ceasing to be, you know, sort of perishing, you know. And I, look, am I saying that this show cures heart disease? Yeah, I am. I'm saying if you inject this show directly into your veins, it will clear out all of the, the muck and the gubbins that's in there, all of the jub-jub, uh, the hoodoo, uh, the voodoo, the bad, bad juju, um, all of that will be cleared mucked out you know like kind of like an oil change in many ways and not only that but it'll muck out your chakras as well really give them a good scrub you know really get off the crud the crap just the the general unpleasantness of them really take off the top layer uh, in many ways they will actually be a little bit sensitive after they go back in but we'll take them out strip them back clean them off leave them to dry in the sun then rub some ointment into them uh, and pop them back in. Uh, this is this is what I'm saying is happening happens to you if you inject this show directly. Uh, if you take the show intravenously, a lot of people just listen to it. Some with headphones, some in cars, some with children present. That's a brave move, but you know most children these days do seem to be getting homeschooled by day drinkers. So that's going to be interesting to see how the sort of uh, uh, generation Rona uh, grows up. I guess probably knowing a lot about the importance of toilet paper and you know how not to be how not to behave before mummy's had her first glass of wine anyhow what was i saying yeah let me get back to miley cyrus here so miley cyrus fan of the show great gal you know fan of her work obviously you know she's a little bit sticky for me i will say she looks sticky to the touch she looks it may be sticky, but certainly at the very minimum greasy, very clammy, definitely clammy. A um, little too much tongue work as well, I would say. I mean, what fucking board meeting? What major label board meeting was sat around one day and they're like, right, guys, so Miley Cyrus, she's kind of popping up now and, you know, she's getting a bit of, who's Miley Cyrus? You, you know, Aki Breaky Hard Guy Cowboy Boy, his daughter. Anyway, oh, okay, cool. Anyway, so we need a kind of an angle for her. She's, uh, you know, she's a young kid, not a lot of talent or anything, but, you know, she's having to go, yeah, Hannah Montana, you've heard of her. Okay, cool. Anyway, so what's going to be the thing? We're going to, she's got to get, she's going on stage with uh, the guy from the song about date rape. Uh, what's it called? Um, Blurred Lines. Yeah. Um, what's his name? J- uh, Johnny Thick, Big Thick, Kevin Thick. Uh, that's this God, what's this motherfucker's name? Anyway, someone thick. Get Gary Thick. Gonna be on a VMA a v, v, a v fucking V Festival Awards. Who gives a fuck? 
Virgin Awards. It's a Richard Branson's thing. It's uh, some sort of pedo cult island. I don't know. Anyway, we well, Miley's going to be on there. What's going to be the angle? You know, we need something. How about we just get her to stick our fucking tongue out a bit? Hey, that's not a bad idea, actually. She could be like the tongue sticky out girl. Yeah, that's a great fucking idea. Okay, you got to get up there, grind your little tush on stage for a little. Kevin Thick. Is that what his name is? I don't know. It could be. Um, Ke- Kevin Thick. Um, blurred lines. Uh, blurred. Like Robin Thick. There you go. He should have spelt it with two C's rather than the K and an E. Anyway, yeah, it's a song about, sort of, um, I presume it's about um, having sex with partially conscious women. Who knows? You just get her to stick her fucking tongue out, you know, get sort of nasty with it. Like, do you remember Christina Aguilera? Yeah, she you know, with the dirty thing, I did pretty well for her. Then she got a lot bigger, got a lot slimmer, got a lot bigger. Who knows where she is now? Who gives a fuck? Anyway, we got Miley now. Get her to stick her fuck. Get her to shake her little ass on stage and stick her goddamn tongue out. Okay, that's the thing. Here you go, man. Robin Thick. See, well done, guys. You all came through. Um, Jimmy says that I'm doing his New York Jew showbiz agent voice. <clears throat> that he is attributed to me. Oh, there you go. Surely I can do my own voice, can't I? That'd be a bit of an ass to not even be able to do my own voice. So anyway, um, as I'm as I've been trying to go forwards with, Miley listens to the show. She's a fan, you know. She's she's just into it for various reasons, um, and she's now um, suggesting that we go down to the old town road. Um, I don't know if there is an old town road, Brighton. Is there? Oh, um, old town road, Brighton. B and B N one. Uh, there's old the old town and just sort of the lanes. I guess you could consider, um, yeah. There's no actual old town road in Brighton, but you, I guess you could consider the sort of the south lanes, the sort of older town. You know, the little um, Jesus Christ. There's no need for this. This picture of Miley and is that Borgor as well? Anyway, some whatever they're covered in the cake. Anyway, the tongue is out. But it's not out in a sort of <laughs> the way she's got it out there. Is that? It's not out in like you're sticking your tongue out at someone. She's just sticking it out like when a doctor tells you to stick your tongue out because they're going to put like a sort of lolly stick thing to check the back of your tongue. Like it's, uh, uh, yeah, she's sticking it out for medical reasons is what she's sticking it out for there. There's no, there's no heart in it. There's no like, you can also see in the eyes as well that there's just, there's nothing going on there. There's, I guess that's maybe Percocet or some sort of disassociative medication that she's on at this point. Fucking jealous, uh, if I'm if I'm honest. But okay, so Miley Cyrus, she's offered uh, for the two of us to go down to the north to the south lanes in Brighton. Um, she's prepared to flout social distancing uh, to meet up with the feathery one. And if it was a legitimate request, I would probably be prepared to flout it as well. Just go and hang out with Miley for an afternoon, walk around the somewhat deserted streets. The streets that are now sort of overrun by the mad folk um, who normally just sort of, you don't sort of notice them so much because the ratio of non-mad folk to mad folk are uh, is, you know, much more in favour of the normal folk. But now, as the normal folk are not on the street, but the mad folk are not deterred from going out because they're mad, um, it's mainly sort of mad folk. Um, use that term jovially. Just, you know, it just, you know, seems like... Um, Everyone, 
everyone out at the moment is just off their tits, particularly in the centre of town, particularly around the Churchill Square area. I had to go to the post office and, um, yeah, it was very Mad Maxi. Very, um, yeah, with the police were chasing a homeless fellow while he was on a bike. It was a bit Benny Hill. Um, that was fine. Just a lot of people shouting. Uh, uh, no one in particular, just sort of general indiscriminate shouting while a few old people with masks look scared. Something to look forward to for the rest of the summer, I guess. Is, but did Boris do the address today? Was Boris up on stage spitting bars? Was he, what was his, is he, is he, is he doing anything? No, fucking Rob again. Come on, I've had enough of this short-ass motherfucker. If Bojo's back at the hospital, he should be on stage answering the questions. Boris, actually not essentially, not actually that tall. Looks bigger than, looks taller than he is. Rob, not impressed. UK begins reporting coronavirus uh, care home deaths. Well, that's bad. That's not going to be good. Um, so it's yomped up to 26,000 now. Dang. Um, that's, uh, that's not a lot of fun. I guess it's got to the point whereby we're no longer really comparing the death count with other countries because everyone's collating their count in a different way every, and, and all sorts of um, malarkey. So, you know, I, I did notice that everyone, that they've sort of started leaving China out of um, <laughs> out of the graphs. Uh, should we just I think we're probably best just leave leave China off I, I do feel like that's really something a little bit iffy going on there I, I don't want to say anything you know publicly or anything but if we perhaps just start sort of phasing it out of the graphs that'll probably be a good idea just phase her out um, what are the risks for children can you catch the Rona twice um, what Trump voters think of his handling of crisis uh, Boris Johnson and fiance announced announced birth of son. He's got it all going on at the moment, has it? That was quick. I I don't. I thought she was only announced that she was pregnant a few like a month, a couple of months ago. It came out fast. Um, what is the um, gestation period of a, a lizard? Is it? Um, anyway, it's probably probably nothing to worry about, isn't it? Probably nothing to worry about. Um, so we see what we've got in terms of flingers. Um, we could just play the Mackie G and Temper T bit over and over again. I don't really see anything necessarily wrong with that. I think that we could probably get far. Our boy Jack Mirror, a.k.a. Hamish of Rankin Radio fame, uh, has got a new record out with someone uh, with someone called Champion. Kidoki. And it's called Oculus. Uh, so we can have a listen to that if you're in the mood. And there's the rest of this uh, fast EP, uh, Caged, uh, that we're going to want to get into, and also Scientific, a uh, new bit. So, you know, that's certainly well within uh, the realms of possibility uh, to give that uh, a little well. D, Keen, for the Mackie G, Temper T, three-way uh, for the rest of the show. Uh, not surprising. Well, let's have a little listen to our boy Hamish, a.k.a. Jack Mirror, see what he did there. His name's not actually Jack, but why not? You know, let's let's, let's just get involved.
Hamish of Rankin Radio fame, James Pryor's first ever fan. Uh, he wrote a very strange poem uh, for Jim, which I think really supersedes this in terms of creative quality. There was a particularly choice moment at Secret Garden Party many, many moons ago um, where Jim came with me, Jim, uh, the co-host of Broken Radio, and uh, was stood at the side of the stage 
and uh, a guy came up to him and was like, oh, you're uh, Paul from Ranking Radio. And he was like, well, no, I'm James from Ranking Radio, but well done, all the same. Oh, yeah, love it. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, where's Hamish? It's like, well, you fucking remember his name. Yeah, he doesn't have nothing to do with the goddamn show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. What, um, Nick's saying, despite the vicious bullying campaign, he's still, uh, did we bully? I don't think we bullied Hamish uh, particularly, did we? It's perfectly possible. Not as much as we bullied Christian and still continue to. Um, I wonder whether or not are any of the sock puppet accounts um, pretending to be members of Christian's family still going on on Twitter. I don't know. <clears throat> right. Let's have a look at Twitter. Let's see what the hot takes are. Um, okay. Elon Musk has tweeted, free America now. That is going to cause... Uh, some trouble, I can only imagine. Cineworld and The Odeon uh, are trending. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they're both gone into administration. Um, what do we think? Um, uh, can you not just give me a, a fucking description of like why it's trending? I don't want to have to read through everybody's hot takes. Odeon has always been a B-Tech Cine world, anyway. In fairness, what does this mean? Odeon Cinemas, ba- Odeon Cinema owner bans all Universal films after studio said it will release new movies at home and on the big screen on the same day. Okay, um, that's a bit childish. I mean, particularly in a time uh, whereby you're not even open. It's uh, a little bit. Come on, there must be a sort of there must be a decent analogy uh, for that. It's not it's certainly not the pot calling the kettle black, nor is it "Don't piss in my face and tell me it's raining." Um, it's a little bit. It's a sort of a little bit like shouting "Come on then, come on then!" If you think you're hard enough, while running away, you know, or I don't know, heckling people that are on a train that can't get it. I don't know. It, weird. I mean, it seems a bit. I. It, the idea that you are in a position at the moment to be able to... It's a little bit like... It's, it's about, I'll tell you what it's exactly it's like. It's like me telling another producer that I refuse to play their tunes at a time when no one has any gigs. <laughs> right. Okay, so that's... Okay. Um, I'm guessing you didn't... Um, you didn't make a stand of not playing any films produced by Harvey Weinstein or any of his affiliated companies. Yeah, you kept kept it shtum on that one, did you? But now Universal have decided that they're going to release stuff at home uh, uh, for home users at the same time as the cinema. The cinemas are done, basically. I mean, aside from this, cinemas are probably over, more or less. I would think, because they're surely going to be one of the last things that's going to be allowed to open. Like, sat for an hour and a half, two hours, in a dark room with everyone (sighs) mouth-breathing, me getting tossed off by a rent boy at the side. You know, that's no good for anyone's health, is it? At least not the rent boy. Christ. Stuff I'll be putting him through, through, you know, through whatever, Shrek 3, or, you know... I don't know. Yeah, cinemas are done. That's it. It's game over. And particularly if mate is going to be shooting himself in the foot by... Why? What's... Like... Well, okay. I sort of get why, but... 
The owner of the Odeon Cinemas has banned all Universal films after the studio said it will release new movies at home and on the big screen on the same day. I mean, this must be good news for other, for like Cineworld, you know? Like, they're going to be like, oh, well, sweet, more business for us. AMC boss Adam Aaron said the ban will cover its 1,000 cinemas worldwide. Follows comments from NBC Universal. We said the film Trolls World Tour uh, had performed well, despite only being available on streaming world services. Right. The move is damaging to cinemas as it will make less pe- make it less likely for people to visit the public screening. The children's film is reportedly to have, uh, reported to have generated sales nearly a hundred million dollars. Um, what have you been doing with your time, guys? Because in that time, the Trolls movie has made a hundred mil. Trolls World Tour was scheduled for release in cinemas at the beginning of April. However, the cinemas are currently closed because of the COVID-19 lockdown. It was offered as a premium video on demand on streaming platforms such as Apple TV. And they made a cool hundred stacks. Yeah, I can't see them being that bothered about cinemas now. I think they just want to take the hundred stacks straight away. Damn. Okay, well, what other hot takes uh, do we have? Oh, Stanley Johnson. Who is Stanley Johnson? Uh, Stanley Johnson is absolutely delighted at news of grandchild. Oh, Stanley Johnson is Boris Johnson's dad. Okay, so there's going to be, I I presume this is going to be a real uh, shit show of incredible, incredibly valuable hot takes in the marketplace of hot takes. Um. Uh, someone called Jojabs says, If I may be blunt for a moment, the news banner at the bottom of the screen is massively inappropriate giving the news above it. I couldn't give less of a fuck about how Stanley Johnson feels. 26,000 people have died. Okay, so, yeah, but he, he presumably is delighted, right? You know, he's the dad of the Prime Minister and he's got himself a, a new grandchild to add to the collection of a number of grandchildren that that he has. Um, uh, So Robert Nelms, um, he has written an open tweet uh, to the the families of the 26,000. He says, Dear the 26,000 families and friends, he's going to extend it to the friends as well, who have lost loved ones during this awful time. It's not all bad news. Stanley Johnson is absolutely delighted at the birth uh, of the next in an indeterminate number of grandchildren. He already has. Um, have some fucking tact, BBC. Well, I would rate uh, that hot take... I would give that hot take a value, a market value of uh, 0.0017 pence. Uh, so that's nice. We're only going to need about... Only going to need a few million of those a month to make yourself a minimum wage. So that's pretty cool. <clears throat> Stanley Johnson is reportedly thrilled about the arrival of his new grandchild while desperately trying to remember the whereabouts of the other five, six, or seven. Yeah. Um, Boris Johnson is running out of excuses now. Annual leave. Tick. Sick leave. Tick. Paternity leave. Tick. If I was Stanley Johnson, I'd be sleeping with one eye open. His, uh, his son is going to need a new reason to be off work for a few weeks. Cool hot take there from Carrie Ann Mendoza um, at The Mendoza Woman. Uh, if you're keen to catch a few more of her hot takes. 
Denzel Washington is trending on Twitter um, because uh, he has gone on a killing spree. No, no, no. Um, um, come on, guys. Denzel Washington left Katie Couric shaken after uncomfortable 2004 interview. Why is this news? Um, now they are going after the Denzel with the, oh, he made me feel uncomfortable. But then bitches ask anything they want, slash however. In Corp America, they say anything out their mouth and expect no resistance. Challenge. When you do, it's usually met with anger. I don't know what any of this means. So what's <clears throat> what's going on? Okay, so this Kate, Kate woman, Katie, Katie Couric, um, she was made to feel uncomfortable in 2004 by Denzel Washington. Is now the time, Katie Couric? How uncomfortable? Did he have you up against the wall? I've certainly seen him be violent in films. I would not necessarily like him to act that way uh, towards me in real life. Uh, Katie Couric is looking back at an awkward moment when she sh- that she shared with Denzel Washington. The famed journalist, 63, recently appeared on the Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino podcast, where she recounted interviewing Washington about the film The Manchurian Candidate in 2004. In the Dateline interview... Corrick asked Washington whether Hollywood folks should stick to acting. Uh, I don't know what Hollywood folks are, first of all, said Washington, who is 65 today. Hollywood is a town that has some stars on the sidewalk. I don't know anyone from there. So I don't like, that's like saying, calling you a type of folk. I am not a Hollywood folk. I don't know who they are. Okay. Uh, Corrick attempted to rephrase the question, beginning to ask, are you one of those people that... Washington interjected, and there you go. Am I one of those people? Hmm, this is interesting. Oh, oh, stop, 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 Corrick said. No, don't stop. Uh, I heard what you just said. Am I one of those type of people? No, I'm not. What does she, what what she think she's getting at? What does she mean? Black people? Is that, is that her thing? Is that her shtick? She's trying to take a race angle? You know, Corrick again tried to re- re- rephrase the question, saying, "No, you are an actor who would rather not." Denzel interrupted, saying, "No, I'm not that either. I'm a human being. My job is acting." During a podcast interview, Corrick referred to the interview as uncomfortable. How is this making news? I mean, haven't haven't they got death tolls to cover, guys? Fox News. This comes from published 18 hours ago. Haven't you got death tolls to cover? Or Meghan Markle stuff. Oh, there's plenty of Meghan Markle stuff down the sideline, down in the side column. Uh, Meghan Markle gives job advice to interviewee in video chat. She says, simply, marry a prince and all will be fine. Um, Okay, look, let's have another bit of this fast EP. I'm keen for it, you know. I I think there's... um, Let's have title tracks called Caged.
Sheerman, that's Fass uh, with Caged. Uh, fun bit of gear, that. I'm, I like it. I'm into it. Um, obviously, I've uh, taken it upon myself to ban ban any face tunes from my set. I'm now refusing to play anything by uh, Face, Noisia, um, Prolix, um, Audio, um, Bruno Dillinger, Lemon D, uh, you know... Um, King of Arola, Makiji, you know, I ban them all. Ban them. And they're not too loud, you know, for my gigs. No, cannot play. Sorry. Um, there's some good stuff in the shout box. Guys, please avail yourself of the shout box. You are allowed to be many things in, in the threshold uh, shout box. <coughs> Spanish DMing me for... What's happened? Something bad's going on. He wouldn't get in touch at this at this point in the show without there being an emergency of some kind. And maybe he's maybe he's not aware that I'm on air. I don't know. He's just trying to make polite conversation. Who knows, guys? Anyway, uh, Big Jackie Mum dances uh, in there. He says, "I'm still here." Well, unfortunately, I can hear you. Okay, um, just buddy. Uh, Miley says, "Bring Tigerlight with you." Ranking. Uh, she lives in Berlin, mate, but. Um, You'll see what I can do. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Keir Starmer uh, of the, the public news publication, The Daily Starmer, says, I'll fight you in spoons anytime, any place. I'll do more damage than you. Um, I'll do more damage to you than I'm about to do to the Labour Party. Um, I don't know whether or not the, the, the Labour Party is capable of taking any more damage I, th- I feel like it's already like the Labour Party at the moment is a little bit at like on Mortal Kombat you know when you get the opportunity to do the finish him move so they're just sort of standing there like Whoa, waiting for that you know that final blow so I mean maybe Keir Starmer is going to come in you know he's got his alt-right hairdo he's got all of that um going on you know he's doing his little richard spencer impression maybe maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna seal labor the fate of the labor party i don't know i don't know um what who's what's going on here who's who's this labor party right now um i don't understand um christian late is a boxer that Jimmy is um, taking some. Uh, I, I don't know who this who this boxer is. Oh, I, I'm looking at his professional record there. No, hold on. Um, is this? Oh, he's been knocked out. Oh, is he the guy who's like the worst boxer ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I get it now. Right. Yeah. Two hundred and seventy-nine losses. It's bad, isn't it? Like, what's the deal? You know, you would think that just presumably having enough time in the ring. Um, it's, you know what? It's it's kind of like, I'm not going to name names because it's mean. And, you know, they've been in the game a long time. But there are certain oldie-worldy drum and bass jungle DJs that still clang every tune. You would just think that the amount of hours that you've spent on the decks just at gigs alone... You would you would think that that would have been practice enough to be able to not clang every record? I don't know. Anyway, Colin McRae um, says, "Oh shit! Watch out for that tree." God bless you, Colin. God bless you, Alex Jones. 
uh, host of the Infowars uh, news channel, a news station, one of the few stations out there, uh, um, not um, not not shilling, you know, for the Illuminati, and not not being bogged down um, by um, these, you know, the Murdochs of the world, you know, seeking to control the narrative, you know, not you know, not taking cash to lie. He says, why not inject bleach? You know, maybe. Maybe that could turn the frogs straight, you know? Maybe. Uh, Flight MH370 says, we're still tuned in, and we disappeared just to get away from Joe Wicks and Kings of the Rollers. Uh, Kings of... Kings of the Rollers... Kings of... Kings of the Rollers. King... Kings... Kings of Rollers. Kings... King things. Um, Hamish says, seen any good rom-coms lately, mate? Well, got one here, actually, that um, an, an, an Irishman uh, uh, called Donald... God bless him. He's uh, he's my girlfriend's father's uh, Batman. You know, he sort of does bits and bobs for him. He's a sort of local uh, handyman fellow. Um, he he did a bit of work in our our garden. Um, he's a gentle fellow, small. Um, used to be homeless, and uh, now he's got himself a nice place on the council. God bless him. Um, and last time he came round, he brought a DVD that was not in the packet. It was just the disc. Uh, it's for a film called Down With Love. He says, you know, you and Healy might like this, you know. It's a good film. Good film. You know. I'd say I'd see it like it and like it and that. Yeah, you know, it's a bit of fun and that. Yeah, it's just a good 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 romantic film. Good romantic comedy film. You should watch it. We've not watched it, but we may do. I mean, you know, things are things are getting weird, you know, lockdown wise now. I, it, we could turn to the um DVDs the non-packeted I mean surprisingly few scratches on the bottom of that being carried across town by a um Irishman with a spade uh surprisingly few scratches so yeah anyhow um uh Miley Cyrus says I'm the type of girl to do coke off a pair of CDJs well I'm the kind of guy to do that and then be thrown immediately out of a club uh after the after my set is finished. Um, <laughs> Betty Ray Sarah says, to be honest, if Miley wasn't my daughter, I would probably be dating her, right? <laughs> Am I right? You're not wrong, Billy. You're not wrong. Um, okay, there was a couple of... Um, I, think, I think I've had enough of Twitter's hot takes. Uh, ex- hashtag extend the lockdown. <sighs> really? Man, yeah, I, I, I don't know, you know, can can we just, well, can't we open pub beer gardens? I don't see there any, like, um, I don't want the, I don't want the Rona anymore. Let's not have it anymore. Can't it just go away? Can't it just Go away. Uh, anyway, um, Boris Johnson. Uh, this news from Monday. Boris Johnson tells everyone to be more like Captain Tom uh, during lockdown. Okay, Boris. I ju- guess I'll just raise 29 mil for the NHS then. Yeah? I'll just try and be more like Captain... Guess I'll just have a number one single. Yeah? 
guess I'll just get to fuck the queen in the arse. You know, that's one, that's one of the things awarded uh, to Captain Tom um, in lieu of his knighthood, which presumably comes, what, in the new year when they do the New Year's honours? You know, if he's still about, he's still knocking around. Yeah, they took him up Buckingham Palace, you know, flouted all the social distancing and everything. They spray him down with Lysol, get into all his crannies and crevices, and they pump him full of Viagra, and he gets to bang old Liz in the arse. It's one of the one of the things that then they're gonna he's gonna uh, I don't know I mean what further accolades are there that we could give to um, Captain Tom you know he's obs obs gonna get a knighthood fine he's got a number one single yeah can he score the winning goal for England in the World Cup maybe they bring him on uh, like can we can we stage some sort of World Cup England versus Germany situation whereby like England are down 4-0 with only five minutes to go. And then they stick him on. Yeah, they sub him in five minutes to go. And somehow he manages to put five goals away, thus winning the World Cup for England over Germany. Could that be orchestrated? Would that be a good use of government funds? Fuck it, we can ease up on the PPE for a couple of days. Captain Tom's going to score the winning goal for England. Yeah, that's what morale needs. Yeah, give him a Greg's black card. Come on, give him a Nando's black card. That man should never have to pay for another meal in his goddamn life. If he's going around the bull ring, yeah, in Birmingham on a Saturday, going to pick himself up some bits. Fuck him having to pay for a cheeky Nando's. No way. He needs to get in there, couple of rounds of thighs, yeah, the bloody Lux sides, whatever they're called, Primo sides. Can't even remember. Yeah, get a few of them. Yeah, a few of them. Unlimited trips to the the the, the bloody um, no. He should get unlimited, not just unlimited soft drinks. He should have unlimited bottles of that cider they do. It's not great. It's not great. You know, it, and Christ, he should he should be allowed to watch Universal films in an Odeon. Yeah, when they reopen, he should get private screenings. Of, he should get a private screening of the new Trolls movie, yeah, in an Odeon cinema of his choice. Yeah, yeah. And then once a week, you know, you, everyone gets put on the list, like jury duty, and once a week, uh, your your lady wife, you know, one lady wife from the com- country gets picked, like jury service, and Captain Tom gets, again, we dose him up full of Viagra. I think we should get him on the roids as well. I mean, like, can't they just... And we turned the bloody XL Centre into a giant hospital for the Rona. Can't we turn another different place, like maybe Wembley Stadium, into a giant hospital just for just for Captain Tom? We could turn him into the six million dollar man. We could turn him into a sort of bionic super super bastard. Yeah, come on, let's 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 replace his bones with titanium. Let's get some pistons into him let's get him microchip let's get the gates foundation in there fucking microchipping him let's pump, pump him full of gates foundation new vaccine let's get the, with a gigantic syringe like a, some sort of comedic like a- acme cartoon syringe pump him full of the good stuff let's get him on the fucking vitor belfort trt diet yeah we can have him fight brock lesnar in the octagon why not? That's what people want to see, isn't it? Captain Tom fighting Brock Lesnar, 260-pound beast of a man in the octagon. 
messed in in the Discord. Um, reminded me of Burnt Face Man. God, those are the days, weren't they? They surely were the days. I hope Devo's all right, you know. That was a sad story from the beginning of the year. Devo, we've all seen him, we've all watched him, internet hero. Then became, you know, grew out of Devo, became a teacher. And someone told the school that he used to be Devo and he was fired. It's sad. Sad, sad story. He's um, the brother-in-law or something like that of Jim from Rankin, from someone Jim from Rankin Radio works with. Um, anyhow, guys. Oh, here we go. Here's one. Um, Captain Tom Moore has been sent 125,000 cards uh, for his 100th birthday. Okay. Um, how many? Like how many of those uh, had nudes in them? Because they should all of them. If you're sending Captain Tom a birthday card and it does not have a nude in it, then you are. It's un-British and you should be ashamed. One hundred twenty-five thousand cards, man. It's a lot of cards. That's a lot of. Where are they keep putting? Them? They've they've opened them all up and they put them in a church. Um, guess because of reasons. I hope he has read them all. I mean, is that should he be going close to those? You know, reasonably. You know, he's an old fellow. That that is presumably a hotbed, an absolute hotbed of the Rona. Um. Oh wow, this is cool. Um, artist who stockpiled two and a half thousand pounds worth of PPE refuses refuses to give any to the NHS. Because she needs it for her art. Good. Uh, a woman who went into debt buying kits such as masks, gloves and face shields is refusing to give any to the NHS or her friends and is even using some of it for her art. Um, Becky Brown, 35, said that she uh, said they should have more, they should have been more prepared. Uh, now she's selling, selling the kit on, in some case making a 500% profit. Uh, she claims she started stockpiling because she was looking after her elderly aunt, uh, who doesn't want any, doesn't want to make any unnecessary trips. But also revealed that she uses PPE for her artwork. Some friends have alienated Brown as a result of her refusal to donate any of her stash, uh, which she keeps under lock and key. Um. Uh, oh my God! It actually, it had. Um, she has been creating artwork out of it. The artwork is. Truly is is the real crime here, guys. The, what Jesus? Um, okay, so what she's done, just for those listening, I shall describe the quote unquote art. <clears throat> it's uh, two plastic surgical gloves, um, and then there are three masks. And they've been arranged in a sort of U. And she's coloured in the masks a little bit at the front uh, in black. And then she stuck them all to a bit of paper and a little bit of uh, pink spray paint on it. Um, so that's good. And that's retailing at £350. Um, yeah, that uh, that is art, I guess. Art? No. No, art's not the right word, is it? Um, that is okay. All right, new th- new job for Captain Tom. Captain Tom will publicly execute uh, Becca Brown um, with a bullet in the back of the head. 
uh, Captain Tom will be allowed to use his uh, will, will allow to have his old service revolver recommissioned, and everyone will get to watch on BBC um, before the next uh, before Boris gives uh, his um, next uh, Prime Minister's address, the next Prime Minister's questions. Um, Captain Tom outside his property. Uh, they will bring Becca Brown in. Uh, she will be tied up, hands, face, feet, um, and uh, Captain Tom will put a bullet in the back of her head. Uh, they will then, then th- that w- that will happen at about one minute, one minute to seven on Thursday, and then we can all have another round of applause uh, for Captain Tom, um, and before he finally turning the gun on himself. I think that would be good. Um, let's have one more bit then, and then we can all carry on, carry on with our lives. Um, new, oh, we had that new prop scene a bit. Oh, there's another one though. Rogue sofa, sure, yeah, savage handbag. Okay, let's do it. Oh, Captain Tom Moore is listening to the show and sent a message through the shout box. He says, Pretty Patel ate my ass. She loved it. it. Doesn't sound like Tom was that keen, but obviously he's clearly doing it for the good of the country. God bless him. Seema with a wild one. It's Rogue Sofa.
Rog Zimmer, it's called Unnecessary Toaster. No, Rogue Sofa. Um, it's called Brutal Washing Machine. And it's fine by me, guys. A good selection of music today. Um, so thanks for that. Um, Fass and Proxima and uh, Jacques Murat. Um, now, Jimmy Bud is uh, not live uh, after this show, um, but there is still a Jimmy Mix It. A J- Jimmy Mix It. Jim will mix it. And he has a mix of Kodiak. Uh, that's all in capitals, um, if, that, uh, if that helps. Uh, and then the second hour is a dubstep mix uh, that Jimmy felt didn't get enough attention uh, on Sunday. Um, so obviously unhappy with the level of views, uh, uh, that it lev- lev- the, the level of listens, the amount of listens that it got on Sunday. Um, he's having another crack at it, so God bless him. And uh, I don't know how many, how many listens a dubstep mix deserves these days. Double figures, not sure. Um, but nevertheless, that's that's what's coming up now. Um, so, oh, it's past seven now, so I'm guessing I've been cut off. Oh, no, it's still on air. Listen, guys, thank you. I will be back uh, on Friday uh, for another <laughs> whiskey and memes. Until then, stay safe, take care, and remember, one day, someday, someday soon, we'll be sat together in the pub beer garden looking each other in the eyes as we laugh, while we laugh, tears roll down our faces as we laugh, and as we sip keenly on the cool, crisp, delicious pints we have laid in front of us. I love you. Goodbye.